The level of connection you feel in your home dramatically influences your experiences there. Get the tools to control that connection in your communities with the first multifamily platform that unifies management and resident experiences to create smart apartments. Talk to a RealPage consultant today to see how your properties can meet the future of multifamily with the Smart Building Suite. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. How you doing, bud? Good, good. And uh, it's been an interesting week so far, and it's 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 going to be getting better. Yes, well, I, and, and we've got to make Mark happy and, and talk about the weather. So, how was the hurricane? It was an it was a non-event. So I'm in I'm in Newark, Jersey. I was all planning, you know, I, I drove here from Ohio in my four-wheel drive, assuming that that I would be able to get out if there was a hurricane, and not stuck here because the airports are closed. And it's a nice sunny day in the mid 60s. So uh, it wasn't a waste. I enjoy driving my Jeep, but uh, no hurricane to, to drive through this time. That's good. But it did park down somewhere south. It didn't get a Quite a bit of rain and lots of problems. Oh yeah, there's I think South Carolina or something like that got like 20 inches in some places, 24 inches. Oh uh, yeah, it's bad. Not, yeah. There's been a number of deaths and everything. Oh god. Well, I'm glad that uh, you're safe and all went well, and I'm, you were able to do the show. Yeah. Yeah, I brought all my recording equipment to New Jersey. This is my first remote broadcast for me since I think I did one in a in a truck stop in our first or second year. I was driving, did one in a truck stop, but. Must so be one fun. of our better ones too. Yeah, it must have been. <laughs> well, you got to bump Scott. So you're pretty happy about that. Yeah, that was my goal. My goal this week was to bump Scott, make sure he he didn't get to supplant me. <laughs> <laughs> and he was already in, just like at 105, or just after we started, just before we started recording. I said, "You're bumped." <laughs> so happy. He's like, "Oh, good for me. I'm going to go to eat my lunch now." <laughs> so he was happy. Well, another day in Victoria. So for the listeners out there, I live in Victoria, BC, Canada, and uh, I had to check this for to see if it was really true. But we have um, the parliament buildings here, so our legislature, our government, uh, the main buildings downtown Victoria, and just behind it, a cougar, in other words, a mountain lion. Uh, for I don't think you guys call them cougars in the states, but anyway. Um, yeah, we, we we call something completely different cougars in the states, <laughs> yeah, we <did> that. Um, <laughs> which led to lots of jokes when we watched. Yes, anyway. <laughs> um, a cougar was tranquilized near the legislature, so it actually at one point jumped. I didn't. Over. I didn't know. I didn't know Bill Cosby was in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, at one point, this is where it just becomes like movie esque. This cougar actually jumped over. The um, animal officials and media reporters ran through the media reporters to get away. Like that must have been interesting. I'm gonna watch <laughs> the news today. That's gonna be pretty fun to watch. Anyway, just weird. It's it's we're getting lots and lots of that stuff now. Like cougars, tons of, of issues with cougars in the area. So 
Do you guys hunt them up there or is it illegal? Illegal. Yeah. That'll probably change. <laughs> if they get too bad. Yeah. That's what they that's what they do with deer up here. Is when they get too many, they say, Hey, anybody want to kill some? And then a bunch of people jump out of the woodwork, try to kill them. Well, in northern BC, um uh one jumped in the backyard and actually got a kid. Oh wow. Around the, the poor head of the poor kid. And luckily the kid survived because the, the parent had just turned his back and he came back and scared the shit scared the hell out of the thing. So I think Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, horrifying. Well, let's get to some real news here. Sorry everyone. So Google has removed uh, some of the content on its URL tool. So when you're doing remove URLs, if you want to remove a URL from Google's index, you used to go to use the, this tool within Google Search Console or Google Webmaster Tools. And uh, Thank you. Yep, yep. And uh, <laughs> uh, they've changed it to say that it's now temporary. Now, why is this? Okay, so for anyone out there, whoever uses this tool, if you remove a URL, it will work. It'll be removed, but only temporarily unless you have actually gone and blocked that URL from being indexed again. Um, and how would you do that, John? Well, there's there's a number of ways. I mean, um, if your if your page returns a 404 error, example, for example, um, that's going to get it removed permanently. Um, if you have a blocked in robots.txt or with a no index, no follow um, in the header of the page, then it will be blocked permanently. But if you don't go and do that stuff on your website or if that page is not actually gone, um, it's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it always has. It's just that most people didn't realize that. And that's why they're making this change to let people know, hey, you know, unless you do something on your site to make this page not be indexed, it's coming back even if you remove it. Yeah. And that's uh, hugely important. <laughs> it would be yeah. pretty embarrassing if it was something that you managed to catch before it got live and then, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, and it's always it's it's always been our policy. You know, you don't do a URL removal um, until you've blocked it on the site. And I think a while ago, it used to be that the tool wouldn't even work unless you had it blocked, which is interesting because I don't know when it changed to you could actually remove something if it wasn't blocked. Because I always used to think you had to have that that robots.txt or that no index in place before it even lets you remove it. You know, that's um, a good point. Why did they remove that? It doesn't make any sense. There must be a use case, but I can't see why. Yeah, I don't know what it would be. Huh. That's a good question to post to Gary Isles. Yeah. I think he's got a bunch of other questions coming at him recently, especially uh, after his stuff about authorship. It's pretty funny, actually. Well, I, 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 he's the only person I follow on Twitter because I couldn't handle anyone else because the amount of stuff that comes from him. But Excuse, it's interesting. You right? don't even follow me? I'm sorry, no. That's okay. <laughs> do you even use it? <laughs> I do. I, I, I'm a lurker. I use it to read more than anything. I yeah. read stuff. Yeah. I don't post hardly at all. If I do, it's it's rare, but it, I I try and post something of interest once in a while. But only if I if it's easy. I use Buffer app, so it makes it really easy just to post a whole bunch of stuff if I see something worthwhile. It seems to work out well enough for for listener for for listeners and and users. They find it interesting and yep. favorite it and stuff. So well, some, something interesting about the 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 URL removal tool is, um, and I I don't think people use it the right way most of the time. The, the primary way I use that tool is if I have a client or I find an instance of duplicate content on a website, right? I will go in and make sure that technically that content is no longer duplicate. I'll either block it from robots.txt or get it removed from the site or fix the technical issue so it's not being created. But when you do that, you say, okay, cool, we don't have any duplicate content anymore. But if those duplicate pages had already been indexed, they're not going to go away just because you've got rid of them on your site from the index, right? So a lot of times 
when Google will come back to a site and they'll see a page is gone or they'll um, actually they won't see a page is gone unless there's a dead link to it or if it's a, an external link to it. So it's much better for you. Okay, you've gotten rid of your duplicate content. Then that's not the final step. The final step is to go into Webmaster Tools, make sure that those duplicate URLs that you just removed from your site, whichever methodology you got rid of them, you go in and manually ask for them to be removed from the index. It's a much cleaner process. It makes it happen much faster and it helps you fix that issue that that duplicate content um, was causing much faster. Because if you don't get them out, if you don't get both versions out of the index, you still have a problem. Yeah, I, th- I think that uh, makes a lot of sense. Now, I mean, d- does it work? I mean, I get, the other thing you got to think about is is with websites where there's duplicate content, it's usually not just one page. It could be oh, something yeah. that was systematic based on a, a massive uh, e-commerce or uh, yep. could be hundreds of pages, and you can't really do that manually because they don't give you the option you, to up- upload bulk, do they? They don't let you do upload bulk, but if you're lucky – like um you can like you can you can do um you can remove at the directory level at the you can you can actually do it at different levels you you don't have to just put every single url if you, if you all the pages in this directory are an issue and you can remove that directory at, at one scoop right mm-hmm. um but you can't remove some of the pages in that directory without doing each one individually and so you can yeah. yeah you can't use regex in there anyway right no no not that i know of well, pretty cool. I think uh, it's good that they update stuff like this. It uh, saves a lot of confusion. Yeah. Uh, it's something I haven't tried, but I've always wondered if I ever have. I don't want to try it on a client site because I don't know what will happen. But if I do have this kind of issue and there's a list of you know, 60 URLs that I need to get rid of from the index, um, but they're not really consistent and it's going to be just a, a mess to try to do them one at a time, I thought about what would happen if I add those into my – a separate sitemap file and got it crawled and knowing they're all going to then return 404s or whatever it is mm-hmm. and have that get them removed from the index quicker. But I haven't tried it yet. It could work. Well, Feasibly, it sounds like it should work, but who the heck it's, knows? It's similar to the old tactic of, of submitting a, the old sitemap when you, you do a transition of a site so that <laughs> the index will see the – or so Google finds the, the 301 redirects faster. So yeah, it makes sense. Yep, yep. Anyway. I hope that's not above any one of our listeners. It's, I know it's a, a bit uh, on the outside of, of 101, but it's uh, interesting <laughs> stuff. Um, now, this made me laugh and, and swear and a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Google says, don't delete rel equals author. Now, John, for all the listeners out there, this has been a while. <laughs> what is rel equals author? So if you remember last year sometime, this big thing called authorship, um, everybody was all hot on, and Google said, nah, we're not going to use that anymore. Um, well, the rel equals author was how you implemented authorship. Um, if you had WordPress, the, the Yoast SEO plugin did it really simply. Otherwise, you had just to go and put some code in the header, and you had to go to your Google Plus account and put your website in and connect the two. It was it was kind of complicated <laughs> But it, it was it was some work. But once you got it done, you had this great opportunity to see your picture, your profile picture, next to your content and search and everything. And everybody's all excited. It was really great for about a year. And then Google said, "No, nah, we're not doing this anymore." Everybody got <laughs> mad because they went through all this work. And but now, so they some people took it off. I know Yoast took it out of his plugin. I had a conversation with him on Facebook about it the other day once this came out. But. Uh, and, and now they're back to saying, well, you probably shouldn't delete that just now because we still might use it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say mind F? 
my god i mean you I, know they I, never I, did say to remove it though they never. yeah i never i never did take it out and i and and i think i even said on the show a couple times i think they may still be using it behind the scenes and just we're tired of people trying to manipulate it already because people were you know how sseos are they were people were trying to manipulate the heck out of that so they kind of stepped back from it publicly i always kind of thought they were still going to use it in the back end because it is an awesome awesome um I don't know what to call it. I wouldn't call it a, a uh, algorithm piece, but I, I like the concept behind what they're trying to do with authorship. I think it's really smart. Just that implementation of it was a bust. So I think if they're going to come back out with it again, they're going to have to change it, A, because Google Plus is no longer Google Plus, and they're going to have to figure out another way to connect you to the author thing. So, But I, I'm, I'm kind of glad they're coming back and saying this, but at the same time, it's like, Come on. <laughs> yeah, that and, and the Google Plus thing. I mean, everything is gone to, to, to hell. I mean, it's just it just annoys me. It's 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 one thing to have it happen to us. That's whatever. You know what? We can adapt. It's annoying and I'll still swear. But when it, when I have to explain it to clients and I'm always trying to show them how to use a program and I go back in and find the damn programs changed or the damn you know, like Google plus local just changed its whole outline uh, layout again for Google plus my business. I mean, so, so what's the difference between Google doing that and say Microsoft or Apple doing that when they update their software, right? It's the same thing that software updates happen and we have to adjust to them. Well, no, these what's are just different updates between- that improve things simply. These are full changes of everything <laughs> and removing tools completely that you get to rely on. And, and, and that's what is really annoying. Um, Windows used to have this great thing where you could it would index your entire computer desktop search. Remember that? You used to complain about that going Google. away. It's, Google did. Well, Windows had it too, didn't they? No. Not that. No, 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 no. Right, Only fine. now they decent had a decent one. No, yeah, Google had I, Google Desktop Search. Yeah, that, again, okay. it was Google. Damn it! Bad example. There. Bad example. <laughs> Perfect example. Damn it! <laughs> I missed that. I've even got a copy of it somewhere here, so I can install it again once in a while. Jeez, <laughs> oh, it was great. Still, nothing can touch it. It is like I just don't get it. Anyway, you know they they just don't love us. They don't. They don't. <laughs> They, they they love themselves and what they can do with themselves. Uh, so, you know, we should have a little soundtrack for rant time. You know, just like yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I was I was someone asked me. I had, I had a presentation this morning. This event I'm at in Newark, and someone asked me this morning. You know, what what about that whole um, responsive design mobile update thing, and what's coming up in the future? And I was like, well, it, there was a big big hubbub about the mobile update. And everyone was all excited. April 21st, it came out, and then we were like. Uh yeah, <laughs> and then a month later we're like, uh, did anything happen yet? And it's like, <laughs> and and then the same thing's happening with HTTPS. They're like, yeah, it's a signal now. It's going to be a bigger signal later. Um, and my personal opinion is, and I don't completely disagree with this, though I think you would, Ross, that Google is using their influence uh, on webmasters to, in their minds, not necessarily definitely, but in their minds, build a better internet. So if if everybody everybody knows you need to make your site mobile, everybody does. But businesses were not doing it. They were not taking the time and the money to invest in it because they didn't see immediate impact. It's like, do I really do it? should I put this money in my advertising to fix my website, or should I put it in you know this new television ad or whatever it is, this this new billboard or whatever they're advertising, right? And most of the time, well, my web is working fine right now. There's no need to, to mess with that. This is going to be expensive and long process. Google used their influence 
to make people make the web better by saying, we're going to make this a signal and you've got to do it or you're not going to rank well or whatever. Right? <laughs> I that, wouldn't agree that Google manipulates us. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what they're gonna, that's what they're doing. Though. That's all they do. That, that, that's, that's why the mobile update happened. That's why all this conversation around HTTPS and secure search is happening. Um, I'm sure that the, when the authorship thing that fits right into that wheelhouse of we want to be able to have people who publish online need to, to be accountable for what they publish, and this is how they're going to do it. All right. Well, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll uh, talk about some Heineken. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point click, and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Google has its own Heineken label. Uh, do, they don't have their, do they have their own microbrew, or is it actual Heineken? Heineken? As far as I can tell, I mean, they wouldn't be allowed to use the name. But anyway, <laughs> you Why do they have their own Heineken? They must really like it, and they must get so much that Heineken's like, well, make your own label. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Was it for like a party or something? Is it just like, can you go buy it? Uh-huh. If I want to buy Google Heineken, can I? Or is it just like and, and Google's for listeners, if you go to Mount? It, it's a white, fully covering the whole bottle la- label with, uh, with very little on it, except for Heineken in the Google colors, the name Heineken. And, uh, you know, obviously a little... Ingredient label. That's it. So, so here's the important question: Is Heineken spelled in the Heineken font or the new Google font? I think that's the Google, the old Google font, actually. Oh, that's just bad. Yeah, well, you know, label orders take a little time to change. I guess you might man. just have some stock on hand. You never know. 
Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I think of the changes at Google stuff, and we didn't even put this in our notes today, but um, we're, we're recording the show on uh, um, Monday the 5th, which is the actually the very first day Google is officially owned by Alphabet. Last Friday, at the end of close of business, all the stocks transferred, and as of today, Google is owned by Alphabet. So they're going to have to change the label again on the Heineken bottles. Actually, at the chat, I, I was actually warned I have to change some stock, and I never got around to doing it. Oops. Anyway. Uh, you're in trouble. Yeah. No, well, I'm not exactly a big mover and shaker. <laughs> but it hasn't been a bad thing to own a little stock in Google, despite their annoyance. <laughs> not bad at all so um google love this again why is this always google well because there's no other game in town um scrapers only outrank sites that have other search quality issues now as far as no-brainers go from an seo's perspective this is up there uh okay so a scraper what is it essentially um websites that are created by black hats occasionally are created using content from other sites and it's scraped using a automated system in many cases um, and what was happened like how long ago was that like five, five six years ago when they really worked well um, and you saw mm-hmm, yeah. a ton of it out there um, these scrapers would have great content because they'd taken it from really good sites and sometimes they'd outrank those good sites and of course that caused an uproar and google made it some algorithmic changes and you know it's part of penguin it's part of panda i mean all the stuff they put out there was to beat this kind of garbage well it happened still and what google wanted to state was that um i think was it Mueller that said this I, I, or i or isles i can't remember but um that uh, one of those guys yeah yeah one of them uh, that other if, if you're having a problem with a scraper outranking you, you've got some serious search quality issues. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, yeah. <laughs> Google is pretty good at picking that stuff out now. Yeah, but it's a good signal if you're selling SEO services. And, and one of the things you go to and you're doing research before you go to a, a potential client and you see that, you know, copies. The holidays are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh, natural produce, like fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and our Simple Truth organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at getarculus.com. If their content are outranking their own sites, that's a that's a good indicator that they need some work done soon and quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember I remember doing searches from some of the content on Stepforce site and finding a ton of Asian sites. I could tell when I did my research they were they're hosted in Asia um, were uh, copies of ours, but thankfully they never ranked. So. Yeah. <laughs> especially now i gotta get and most of the time that's the way it is too in these these scraper sites most of the time they're not going to just scrape a handful of pages of your site they'll copy your entire site and just republish it somewhere 
and it is automated. So when you add new content, it automatically adds new content. It's scary what these guys do sometimes. Yeah, and and that was why I always got a kick out of the old tactic of um, uh, it's a plugin you can get for WordPress. Actually, now it might even be built into it now, but um, where you could add um, content. Uh, copyright of and, and give a link to your page within your RSS feed so that when anyone copy your RSS, RSS feed, there'd be a link back to your site because they don't get, I don't have time to go and edit it. And all of a sudden they're posting yeah. links to your site, <laughs> which well, yeah. isn't good uh, nowadays, but <laughs> I remember there was a time when they, and I don't think it matters as much anymore, but there was a time when there was a big push to, to not use those shortened URL links in your internal navigation. I'll use a full full link in your internal navigation because of scrapers. So there's a couple different ways to build links in HTML. One, you put the whole domain name and the entire page, or one, you can put like dot, dot, backslash, and then just the page, and it knows to go to that page in that directory, right? And if you did that, it would stay on the scraper site. But if you put the full length of the, of the domain, it would actually click over to your domain. So they, they the scraping thing has actually caused a lot of... Uh, issues and solutions to be to be hammered out over the years but uh, like you said i don't think it's as big a deal as, as it used to be mm-hmm. um well and, and, it's, and it's still they forced some smart changes on the part of the search engines and some better algorithmic updates that's great it's advances that i can get behind um so outsourcing seo things to look for this is something you post i haven't checked this out so yeah so there, there was an article on the sem post which is a great site by the way if you're not reading it please please the sempost.com Good, good, good stuff. It's not that old. It's a little over a year old now, I think. Is that right? Uh, um, but it's is it? Yeah, I guess it is now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a little over a year, but it's really good site. A lot of good information. Um, but they had an interesting article for those in the SEO field who are trying to outsource some SEO work. It's, I don't think it's necessarily for um, a business that's trying to get work done on their site. It's more for, let's say you're doing SEO um, and you've got your own little one or two man office and all of a sudden you get a lot of work and you need to outsource some link building or some, some content creation. Um, and it's an interesting article about some of the red flags to look for. Um, you know, and, and those two right off the bat to me are, are big ones. You know, first you've got to know more about SEO. And what you're getting than the people that you're outsourcing to. And you have to really, really um, be able to understand and know what exactly they're doing. So if they're doing link building, they need to be open to you and say, hey, this is exactly how we're doing it and what we're doing. If they're not, if they don't want to tell you what they're doing, don't use them. Run. You're putting your clients at risk. Yeah, you're putting your clients at risk. Um, same thing with content. Content is much more expensive when it's done well, but it's much more expensive to your clients when it's done wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you, you've got to make sure that the people that are doing the work for you know what they're doing. If you have very specific quality guidelines that you set up for your own processes and services, make sure that they fall within those guidelines as well and that you, you can track and monitor that they do stay within those guidelines. It's, it's actually a pretty big deal because a lot of a lot of SEOs do outsource work, and they do say, well, I'm really good at this, but I'm not as good at this. I'm going to find someone else who's really good at that and have them do it for me, right? But you, you've got to be on top of those people because there's a lot of people in this space that say they know what they're doing or use old-school tactics that are going to get you in trouble unless, you, unless you're very careful. You're going to, you can get in trouble as well. It would be really interesting to just instantly know just what kind of uh, – Vol- what what the ratio was of people that knew what they were doing to the ones that didn't 
<laughs> you know, with, there's so many quote unquote SEOs that have jumped up, jumped into the market these days. And some of them are design firms and they can't keep up. They just can't. So, you just so define, so define, know what they're doing and don't, because if you're, if you're an SEO and you focus in and you're, all you do is link building. First of all, I'm not going to call you an SEO. I'm going to call you a link builder. But if, if that's what you do and you know it very, very well, you know that's different than saying you know you do SEO and you're really good at the technical analysis of the site, but you've never built a link to save your life, right? So, I mean, there's people that know a lot and are good at pieces of SEO. I think it's much rarer to find people that that can see the whole picture and are good at doing all the different pieces under SEO. Yeah, it'd be good to know what ratios were for all of those. Um, it's yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's uh, take a quick break. When we come back. We got some questions uh, that are. Some really good ones, actually, from our, our Google Plus community. Oh, I shouldn't be surprised. They're always good. And uh, we'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Is buying something that is made in the USA important to you? How do you know that it really is made in the USA? Certified Inc. is the only supply chain audit company on the planet which qualifies country of origin labeling. If it's important to you as a consumer to know where the products you buy and use in your own home come from, then it's also important for your customers. Visit us at madeinusa.net and find out more. Go to madeinusa.net because it's that important. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCprofessionals.com. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. 
Now, we're uh, running a little short on time here, so we'll get to a couple of these questions, hopefully all of them, but uh, let's start with the first one. Carl Bush says, I'm having trouble with my keywords. When I use Google tools and other sites, it uh, and other sites, it shows keywords that I used for a blog. Uh, and this is where it kind of gets confusing. Um, that I, I gather aren't relevant. He says, my site doesn't revolve around those keywords. In my opinion, my site is filled with my business keywords. So why is it picking up my ones that aren't relevant? Now, um, essentially, what my answer is fairly simple. It's usually because you've got too many keywords that aren't relevant on your page, or it's just the overall theme of your site isn't clear. Um, that between that and the uh, type of perhaps links pointing to your site, um, are they relevant? Maybe you've used a, a poor link builder in the past, uh, that sort of stuff. All this adds up to a, a, an overall theme that I think could have some impact on on the data you're getting. I also wouldn't put a lot of stock in it. I mean, what are your thoughts, John? Well, I, I went and looked at his site, and there's a couple of things that I noticed. One is that you know, you always want your most important content pages directly linked off your homepage, right? So if, if and, and this guy, I believe he was doing video work, whether it was just weddings or all kinds, I wasn't sure. Um, but if you say wedding videos is a really important keyword for you, you want to make sure you have a page all about wedding videos and that is linked directly from your homepage. And in his particular case, I think his navigation off his homepage could have been much better targeted. Um, and most of the content on his website was under his blog. He linked to his blog from the homepage, but all that content was under his blog. So um, he only had, if he was discounting the blog, the whole site maybe had five or six pages. So you're really only targeting five or six terms at the most or topics at the most, really. I think looking at building out more of the the page portion of your site versus just the blog could help you get some of those terms you're targeting, trying to target. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm trying to get through here myself, and I don't know. The like you said, you weren't sure the, 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 exactly what they do, and I, I get that too. I mean, it, what I'm gathering is they do anything around video um, with imagination, creation, and realization. That's their 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 big brand touch here. Mm-hmm. Um, it it just it it feels like there wasn't a lot of planning put into the design. And I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I looked at a few pages, I don't think you had enough content on those pages either. You might have had a few hundred words, but the search metric study that came out earlier this year that looked at thousands and thousands of keyword combinations and the rankings for those and the pages that ranked for those keyword combinations, they did the, part of that study said that on average, the first page of content for all these thousands of key phrases, there was between eight and a, 800 and 1,000 words of content on each of those pages. So back to the days when we're saying, I used to say three to 500 words of content was enough, not anymore. I'm like at 800 words of content you need. So I think more and more, you, think you probably need more content on those pages that are really focused and targeted on those terms you're looking for. And now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying put a mm-hmm. bunch of terms in that content. I'm saying make that content around that topic, um, but put more of it on there, more content on there. Yeah, and, and looking at uh, – we don't want to turn this into a, a website review. We're backlogged on those as it is probably. But uh, in general, the overall topic needs to be clear. Um, it's it's great that it's imagination, creation, and realization, but I would sort of lead with what you do instead of just sort of – it's almost like an artsy title versus a really optimized title. 
Uh, that's how I look at it. But, um, you know, ask some questions and we'll see if we can answer them on, on the community, Google Plus community. I know Mark Taylor's great at answering them and a few of the other guys are on there. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll learn a lot from everyone that uh, will give you some feedback. But thanks for asking the question. Um, Absolutely. To be, can we fit one more in here, for John? Yeah, yeah, let's do the one from Colin. Okay. Um, okay, why don't you take this one? Right. Colin Berg wrote in and he had an interesting thought. He's like LinkedIn long post versus post on a company blog. Does, does anybody see the benefit from using the LinkedIn's um, long post system? Um, excuse me. Uh, if you use it, do you post the same things or you just syndicate the content from your website? Great question. And personally, I've always been of the philosophy that your website is where you need to build your equity in search. And content is definitely part of that equity. Um, if you're going to create content and syndicate it, that's okay. But make sure that your website is the, the base for that syndication, that you have really equal canonical in places pointing back to your site. If you're going to also post on places like social media that have long-form places like um, LinkedIn, Facebook, potentially even Twitter soon. They'd say, they've been saying that they're maybe getting rid of the 140-character limit. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not post the same content in both places because the odds are that Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter are going to be a much higher authority-based site than yours is, right? Um, and I always feel that those are great places to seize your content, um, put a post in there, say, you know, I wrote this great article about this and this is why I think it's good and write an introduction and something about it and then link to the actual article on your site. To me, Definitely. it's a much better process to how to use social media than just republishizing and syndicating the same content in multiple places. Yeah, it's a lot more work, but if you've done the, made the effort to create some excellent content, it's well worth it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, let's just quickly fit this last one in here. I think if you Sure, think you sure. So, is there, and this is from a dentist, and then we uh, we get the odd uh, dentist because we're working with this other partner now. But is it, are, is there any issue with people doing Google reviews while they're in our office? Someone not informed told me Google may review remove the reviews if there are several from the same IP address. Lots of our patients do them while they're here in the office. Uh, you know what? I, I've seen that a lot, and and I question it myself. Um, I've seen a lot of uh, dentists with a computer saying, "Were you happy with your service? Write a review." I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but Google does. Um, and it's annoying as hell out of me because I don't think there's absolutely anything wrong with that. They're not going to leave a review under gunpoint. And it's not like <laughs> you know, they're going to say how they feel. I mean, what, what are your thoughts? Um, Google probably thinks when you're leaving the dentist, you're probably all still drugged up and then it's an unfair review because you're, <laughs> you're on you know, laughing gas. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure that I disagree with Google's stance, but I, I'm kind of on the fence on this one. I, I agree with you that, you know, if it's just there and, you know, it gives someone the easy opportunity to do that, I, I don't see why it would be a problem. But at the same time, I could see people abusing that pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as part of your checkout process, when you leave the dentist, you have to fill out this form and part of it is a review. I could see somebody well, doing that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and there's no way for Google to know whether they did or didn't force that person into walking through the process, right? Because it's a physical office. So if you got to think algorithmically, do you play it safe if you're Google or you assume everybody's friendly knowing that they're not? Yeah, like what, what I, I recommend doing. So first of all, to answer your question, I do believe that it is, there's a problem doing that. I, I would, what I would recommend doing is you know, giving them a, a card or something with an address uh, just saying, you know, if 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 you were happy with this, go home. Think about it. If you're happy with their service, please go here. It'd be a mm-hmm. huge help. 
this is what allows us to keep our, our costs low, whatever you want to, you know, you make a spin on it. That, but it's a good thing. I mean, it's the kind of thing that makes everyone happy and um, it can be very simple. They just go to this short yeah. link. You can create a short URL on there and they can go through the system when they get home. I, I haven't tested, but my gut tells me an email to a person with a link to that is going to be much more effective than having them stop at a computer and fill things out on their way out the door, right? Yeah. Sorry, of course. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, I would do both, honestly. I mean, why not? Um, they go away with a card to your office. They also have it on the back of it. Would you like to re- leave a review? Here's the URL. And um, you know, use a system like Get Five Stars by Mike Blumenthal. It's a great system. Mm-hmm where they go through the, the process of leaving a, um, a testimonial. But, you know, if there's a problem with the testimonial, let's say they're unhappy with something, they don't go directly to Google. They, they, there's an option for that to get to the owner first so they can deal with it. Because otherwise you could have a reputation issue but it was just a misunderstanding, right? Why, why put yourself in that position? Mm-hmm. And it's a very simple and very, very straightforward solution to install on your website. I think it's great. So do you think that at any time in the future, Google will say, we don't like that you're you know, bypassing us before the, the review comes to us, right? Yeah. You think they'll ever – my, my gut tells me it's someday they might go take those kind of positions because then it's not honest reviews because if you don't ever get a bad review – you know, well, it doesn't look right, right? Yeah, if any system, if, you know, if anybody who's using Get Five Stars never ever gets a bad review, then Google's going to look at Get Five Stars and say this is a problem. Yeah, it's a fair fair statement. I, I would love to hear what Mike thinks about that. I think yeah, really, when it too. comes down to it, though, um, you're not controlling everyone. I mean, they can always go straight to Google. Very uh, true. And you're going to get people to do that. Um, yep. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a big deal. But the one thing that's that is definite, um, in my opinion, anyway, um, is you don't want to have a huge like glut of reviews go to the website, go to Google all of a sudden out of nowhere. I mean, oh, it's yeah, just no too obvious. It, it, they, and especially consider the fact that you have to have some reviews in your history, at least this is the last time I looked, for any review to show up. So if you just leave mm-hmm. one review, that's it. Uh, the chances are it won't appear unless you have another review out there somewhere else completely unrelated. I heard a really good phrase um, that, that really resonated with me a, a week or two ago. It was from Jewel, the singer. She's from your neck of the woods, isn't she? Not sure. I don't think so, though. I but think maybe. she is, actually. Okay. Okay. Um, but uh, she, she said basically she was talking about her life and her processes, the way she got. And she lives by the philosophy that hardwood grows slowly. And and softwood, you know, softwood grows quickly and it bends, it breaks, it's much easier. But if you want a really solid, sturdy foundation, it takes time. Hardwood grows slowly, which I really like. And same thing with reviews, you're not going to get them all at once. Same thing with links, same thing with even with content, I'd say. You know, if you build gradually over time um, in the SEO space, no matter what tactic you're doing on, it's going to be a much better strategy than if you try to do it quickly and all at once. Yeah. Well, I looked it up. Jewel is actually an American singer-songwriter. Oh, that's right. She's from Alaska. She, that's that's right. right. Yeah, she's from Alaska. It was <laughs> it was it was Pamela Anderson who's from your area. Yes, she's from the island. Actually, just an hour away. Yeah, yeah. I, I get those two confused all the time. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, the joy. Anyway, yes. <laughs> so proud. Um, <laughs> well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital. Thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel, to post, feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. And well, I guess that's it. Have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 11 a.m. Pacific, 
2 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.